I wasn't a great athlete growing up. There was a lot of kids with more natural talent than I had. After my freshman year of football, when uh, I wasn't quite the star I always wanted to be, uh, that's when I decided to start lifting weights. Joined the local gym and, uh, you know, I, I honestly had no clue what I was doing. Just kind of did what I saw in the magazines. You know, I, I worked real hard, but uh, after a few months of really not getting any stronger, uh, I, I was really lucky because the gym manager, he uh, took me under his wing and he showed me how to really train. After a few weeks, I kind of noticed I started getting a lot stronger. After a few years, I was playing college football, and now many years later, I'm a world champion in powerlifting. Honestly, I owe everything I've done athletically to that gym manager. And I started the Spot Athletics because I wanted to make that kind of impact on people's lives. Hi, I'm J.L. Holdsworth, founder and head strength coach at the Spot Athletics. When I think about you Unscripted Podcast. We're Tori and Shana, and you're listening to our song called When I Think About You. Available on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you enjoy your favorite songs. But for now, let's listen in to your host and our friend, Aaron Conrad. All right, everybody, welcome back to Unscripted from our brand new studios here at the Spot Athletics. And our guest, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't even know where to start. I'm wearing an Ohio State hat. That is not common for me. She has had an amazing summer. She's got a big thing coming up this weekend. Lexi, why don't you introduce yourself? We'll go from there. Aaron, thank you so much. It's so fun to see you again. I know we text all the time, but I think it's so much different to, like, see a smile and see the handsome Buckeye hat that you have on. Go Bucks. Um, but my name is Lexi Hanley. I recently graduated from the Ohio State University. I am currently coaching at Kent State University. Go Flashes. Shout out to my Flashes. And just super excited to be here. Super excited to be a friend of yours, Aaron. Absolutely. It was so fun this summer, just watching the summer of Lexi. We'll get into that in a minute. But let's start at the top because you, you are coming to Columbus this weekend. You've got an event. So let's let's get that out of the way. Let's talk about the event. And then I want to hear all about the summer of Lexi. Yeah, for sure. So this Saturday, I am coming back down to the six-month floor. Super excited. The event is at 4 o'clock on Saturday at Newark Nazarene Church. Did I say that correctly? I think that's how you say it. Like the, the order of words. Perfect. I think so. uh, it's going to be super fun. I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to what I'm going to say yet, and that's very typical of me. I've realized, um, but you know, whatever the Lord puts on my heart, you know, it's coming. It'll come. I'm not stressing out quite yet, but you know, there's going to be some tears, some laughs, and just super excited to see all the smiling faces there. And we'd love for you to be a part of it. Well, I think we are planning on being a part of it. So I know Jeremy Rose and I are going to make a road trip <laughs> at least, and there may be others, but I know Jeremy Rose and I already talked about this, so we'll be there. And are you going to play Casting Crows at any point? Oh, my goodness. You know, maybe I might have to talk to Tony. I might text him and say Casting Crows is a must play, and then he'll have to search it and he won't find it. And then I'll have to make up some kind of story. <laughs> 
That's an inside joke for anybody that probably doesn't think it's as funny as we do, but that's fine. All right. So this, that's this weekend. And I, I got to get this turned around because if I take too long, it'll be, it'll be over and nobody will hear it. So that's this weekend, Newark Nazarene church. You are going to be speaking and get out and support Lexi for all my softball peeps. Like I have this huge softball following, but anyway, (laughs) anybody that's listening, get out and just support Lexi and her, you know, just who she is. I'm so honored to be her friend. I really am. And so because of that, we've had to, we had the opportunity to, I've had the opportunity to kind of just watch the summer of Lexi. So you graduated and you take it from there. I'll probably ruin it. You take it from there. What has happened since you graduated? Yeah, sure. So I finished my college career, heartbreaking losses down in Knoxville to the Beavers of Oregon State. And a couple weeks later, I was on an airplane, had two state cases and a backpack and a little like carry on. And we spent four months in Europe, specifically right outside of Milan, Italy. I was given the opportunity of a lifetime to join up with a team over there in the Italian Baseball Softball Federation and, you know, pitch for them and learn from them and help develop the younger pitchers. And, you know, of course, on my off days, you know, what else would I do? Could, you know, hang around the house or whatever, or I could go explore Europe. So I saw, you know, Sicily, I saw Prague, I saw Venice, I saw your favorite place. I did see the statue <laughs> of Julia, which was super cool. And, you know, the softball was great. It was so much fun to be able to see like the genuine love in a country that, you know, doesn't have the same resources that we have. I've played in, you know, the most beautiful stadiums and playing softball on literally like a dirt field in the middle of a cornfield was something that like brought me like took the took the breath out of me and brought me kind of to tears in a different way because of how authentic the softball was so it was so much fun we won three gold medals and seeing the community rally behind us I mean it was just such such a family atmosphere in a foreign country I mean you had these kids who don't speak English who were cheering for me who knew my name who would say you know ciao Lexi all the time so I'm just super thankful that that opportunity presented itself and the people who are so hard behind the scenes for that. And just, you know, I I just feel like the Lord is doing so much so quickly in my life and as overwhelming as it can be sometimes, you know, just trying to remind myself that this isn't my fire. This isn't when I'm walking through alone. This is just, you know, I'm being guided through it, even if I can't see where I'm going quite yet. Well, you've been amazing to watch. I mean, there's, there's a lot that you said there and I have so many questions for you. So, and, and it's more for our audience because a lot of us, you know, we shared a lot as you were there and we had phone calls and texts and your time difference and all that kind of stuff. But, but I appreciated you kind of just sharing your, your journey as you were there. Uh, our executive director, as you know, Cami Prennell, I think walked the same path and played, did she play for the same team, Lexi? She did not. I think she was more, she had the rough life. She was on the beach. She played for a team on on the beach. So so she had it a little harder. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that team is right. I don't think that that team is there anymore, unfortunately, but I like have scrolled through her Instagram and worked my way back. And I was like, dang on, that was cool. So. I know I had a million questions for her when she got home from Italy and playing professionally there, you know, so Italian food is not what we call Italian food here, right? No, there's not even like a genre of Italian food. It's just like the culture of like how fresh and how pridefully they prepare it, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, they eat a lot of pasta, but they also eat a lot of like really fresh beef and pork and vegetables and 
breads and oils and I don't even know what else, but it was amazing. Donkey. Remember we were texting? I was in Verona eating That's pasta right. with donkey in it. And it was great. Was it really? All right. It so so, so good, for yeah. anybody listening, if you haven't already seen it, what's that show called? What was it called? I can't it's remember. Love in the Via, the movie. Love in the, the Via? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So <laughs> My lovely bride and I watched Love in the Via one night, <laughs> and and so I knew that Lexi was in Italy. So I was texting her and said, "Hey, have you been here? Is it real? Is it?" And so then Lexi went on again the summer of Lexi, and she sent us pictures of all the places that were in the movie, except the wine, the the wine whatever the winery i don't know what you call it but anyway <laughs> thank you so much because you shared you shared that journey with us it was a lot of fun after we saw the movie so netflix it's it's a rom-com sorry dudes if you're listening you gotta sit through it but it was good it it's it's a little slow to get started but it was a lot of fun and i enjoyed it and and i enjoyed it even more after seeing all the pictures where lexi was like hey yeah it's here it's there there's the balcony there's the as you said the statue so Anyway, that was a lot of fun. How how cool was it? How hard was it jumping from place to place being a foreign person in a foreign land? I think for me, I struggled. So my parents came like two weeks after I moved there. So I had barely even adjusted to the time frame and I had, you know, my two favorite people in the world next to me. So that was awesome when they were there. But I think after they left, I struggled a lot more than I expected to. Um, and I, I think we talked about this a little bit, but like... It wasn't so much that I was homesick, I was culture sick. I like I wanted my comfort. I wanted my car. I wanted to be able to go get Starbucks or go to Chipotle. I wanted to, you know, call Caitlin at ten at night and say, like, hey, like, let's go to McDonald's. Like stupid little things that I took for granted that I didn't realize how much A they meant to me and how much I relied on to like make me comfortable and make me kind of who I am. So I struggled for probably three weeks. I was looking at flights home. I was ready to ditch and just say, I'm done. You know, thanks. It was fun. Move on. But I'm so thankful I stuck it out because shortly after that, like, I think I kind of had to let my walls down and realize that, you know, yeah, I didn't have those comforts, but what do I have? I have this house of seven Italians, six Italians in Venezuela who are a like loving me like I'm their own and B I have so much of a chance to learn from and have so much fun with. So I kind of had to reframe my expectations and kind of put myself aside and view the lens from their eyes, not from my eyes. And I think as soon as I, I was able to do that, it was like a whole world opened up. And I mean, I, I told you this and I'm going to say it again. Like when I realized that I had to leave, like, you know, a month before I was like, oh my gosh, like I've been through breakups before. I've like had my heart broken before, but like, this is going to suck. Like, this is going to be hard. And it was. Leaving was so hard. The week up to it. So after we won our third medal, we had a whole big shebang. We had us grilling out. We had like a big party with all the little kids at the field, which is super cool. They all drew me pictures and colored me pictures. And one little girl got me earrings to match hers. I think that was on a Monday. And I left Wednesday. And Tuesday and Wednesday were like the most emotional 36 hours of my life like saying goodbye and knowing that it's not like you know oh I'll see you you know in December I'll see you you know next year it was like you know I don't know if I'm ever going to see these people again but the imprint they made on me was forever like it was not just you know me having a lot of fun it was you changed me you made me better you helped to 
calm me down and reframe the view that I see the world in. And so, you know, it's an experience that I hold very deeply, not so much because I got to do a lot of things. It's because I got to learn a lot more than I think I expected. (laughs) Hey, everyone. My name is Cammie Prannell, and I'm the executive director for My Unscripted. We hope you are enjoying today's interview. My Unscripted is dedicated to helping others find their voice, passion, and follow their dreams. Our team can help create websites, apps, YouTube channels, podcasts, media, and social content. Whatever your passion and vision, we can help. Our good friend Manny Ahomi of Samaritan's Feet once said, make sure your dreams and goals are big enough to create room for others to join you. We've created room for you to join us too. Find out more at myunscripted.com. Now let's join Aaron for the second half of today's interview. Did you did you find yourself realizing that I, we we only have our lens of the United States of America? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. as you said, hop in mm-hmm. your car, go to Starbucks. We we are very privileged here. Did you find that? I know Cami found that. Where I think, and I don't want to speak for you. You can speak to your experience, but um, I think one of the things that she told me was they pretty much just work for that day. And they don't plan six months in advance. And, you know, all the things that we do as Americans, mm-hmm. Italy is very different. They, they run at a different pace. Everything's mm-hmm. kind of chill. And mm-hmm. they just work for that day's wages or that day's whatever it may bring. Is that, is that fair? And is that true? Is that what you found? Yeah. And I think even more than just like wages and like planning, it's like they don't even like expect other people to look too far ahead either so it's not like you know we texted last week like hey let's set up a time to meet next week like that wouldn't happen it would have been like yesterday they said you have time tomorrow if not it's okay so yeah and that was stressful I mean I went from being a division one athlete where I had literally a calendar of an entire year down to the time that I had to wake up and what times our games were what time our flight left like you know we have everything accessible and that's just not the way they live. And I loved it, but it was hard. It was hard for a while. Having been there, do you, which do you prefer? I like that. I think, I think we miss a lot because we're planning too much. And I've even realized in the last three weeks being home, like, I'm at Cycle Bar where I work out in the morning and I'm thinking, okay, you know, if I make it home by this time, shower, I can be at Starbucks and be at Kent by, you know, 9.15. And it's like, why does that matter? Like, why why can't I enjoy what's happening right now? Why can't I appreciate the energy that these people are pouring into me? Why why does later matter? Right. And I, I mean, and to I some think- degree, like, we do live, sorry, I think at no, some degree, do. like, we do live, like, different lifestyles because of just our the privilege that we have in america let's just be honest we'll throw that word out there but i think that privilege almost serves us poorly like we almost lose out on a lot more than what we have yeah i agree (laughs) and i and honestly i think that's the experience that cammy had as well Mm -hmm. again i don't want to speak for her but i know speaking to her when she came back was i think she loved and appreciated the lifestyle of just like, you know, again, obviously people make plans and they do their things, but I think in this country, we, we are so conditioned and I'm not on any kind of rant political or otherwise. I'm just saying like, we're, we're born into this lifestyle. We live this lifestyle, but there are other lifestyles Mm -hmm. out there that are 
not the same. And I think we, we, we sometimes can kind of get locked into our lifestyle and assume it's that way everywhere else in the, in the world. And it's mm-hmm. not. And mm-hmm. I know when she came back, that was one of her, I think, things that she missed the most was mm-hmm. just kind of that slower pace, not as, I, I, anyway, again, I don't want to speak for you guys. I, I, you know, I lived through you as you were there and, and Cammie when she was there as well. I, I just, I think, I almost long for that. Like, you know, yeah, we, yeah. we, we, we don't know any other way. And so this isn't an anti-American rant. It's just that we don't know any other way. And there are other ways out there where people live every single day and do what they do. And it's, it's pretty special. It is. And, and, you know, it's little things too. Like they sit down for dinner and have a three hour meal. They're not eating the right. whole time, but they're just there talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. And, at first it was uncomfortable because I'm like, okay, like, you know, I live with you guys. We know what we do all day. But, right. you know, once I started to pick up on what we were talking about, I was like, oh, I can see why this is going, you know, two hours because you're telling me about, you know, your experience in high school. Like, I had no idea who you were eight years ago, but I'm now learning, like, your patterns that you grew up in and why that's making you, why that, how that shaped you into who you are and why you treat others the way you do. So yeah, I just think there's a very authentic connection that Europeans and Italians have that I think we miss out on because we're just so hustle, bustle, go, go, go and get. I think I already asked you this, but I'll ask you again. If, if you had to choose one, this is not a fair question. Sorry, but you knocked out, you struck out nine of my Tar Heels. So I get to ask this question. If you had to choose one today, where would you stay? Where would you choose to live? Like that I visited or U.S. or or Italy. Which culture would you choose? I think I would choose the Italian culture and the Italian system of we're humans and we deserve to live every day like we're humans, not like we're robots. I think sometimes we're too robotic. Yeah, I I don't want to get us into some (laughs) political. Again, it wasn't political. I, I, I just, I've enjoyed living through Cami while she was there and mm-hmm. you while you were there and just seeing another culture. And I appreciate that about them. I, yeah. I, I just appreciate that. So, okay. So what else did you do? You saw a lot of places. You did a lot of things. Like how did you, did you create a bucket list while you were there? Like, I want to go see this, 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 and this, or did you just buy a ticket and go? How did you live the summer of Lexi? Yeah. I think once I kind of got my feet scheduled or feet settled and knew what my schedule was going to be, that was kind of a tongue twister. I would literally just search for cheap flights. Europe has super, super, super cheap options for flying, like literally $30 round trip. And I would find, you know, a hotel or a hostel. And I know you hated it. And you said it freaked you out that I was solo traveling. But um, I mean, I saw so many cool places. I saw Sicily, which was a beautiful culture, completely different than Northern Italy. So that's, that's something crazy too. The Northerners and the Southerners live completely their culture, their dialect, the food that they eat. So that was super cool too. I went to Spain. I went to Greece. I went to Paris twice went to Paris Disneyland. I went to Prague in the Czech Republic, which was absolutely the most beautiful place in the whole entire world. I love that place so much. I saw the Amalfi Coast. Yeah, I would take trains places too. Trains to Venice, Vicenza, Verona, down to Rome. So yeah, we we figured it out. We were living the European lifestyle there for a long time. Didn't drive for five months, which is crazy, but had to walk pretty far. Had to catch some trains, miss some trains, catch some different trains. Book some flights, miss some flights, book different flights. 
it was a summer of learning, a lot of learning. It's crazy. And and you said it. I you know, I know whenever we would text, I would always worry because you were by yourself and and if my daughter was in Italy, I'd be scared to death that she's by herself, but you you just did it. And it's so cool because you got to see things. I remember when Cammy first approached me before she left and said, "I have this opportunity." And I was like, "Go." Mm-hmm regardless of what our employer at the time thought, I said, go, because, you know, we, life happens and you miss out on like life gets busy. We get so wrapped up in our stuff that we just don't get a chance to go do what you did. So that's so cool that you've literally lived an incredible journey the entire summer. And I, I enjoyed watching through Instagram and socials and text, everything that you got to do. It's very, very cool. Thank you. I appreciate your support. And and that was big too. Like, you know, you being someone who I trust and felt comfortable with, like, it was so nice to know that like somebody, and I love my parents, I love my family, but it's just nice that like other people outside of my immediate small circle were like so rooted in what I was doing. So I've, I've loved it. I've loved you keeping up with you and you keeping up with me and, you know, keeping in touch with all of my people. So that, that gratitude is definitely both ways. Well, it's home. I don't know if we can talk about what's next, next, but where we are today yeah, is, is where you are today. So talk about sure. where you are today. Yeah. So I am right now a volunteer assistant at Kent State. I'm back up in Northeast Ohio where my heart fully is. I'm Northeast Ohio through and through. And so it's been super cool because, you know, I'm, I'm learning obviously like the backside of college softball. I've been, I, played it for six years but for the first time I'm learning the coaching side the administration side like like the why behind the crazy decisions and I'm also kind of learning to implement like the communication styles that I've learned overseas with you know the the girls that I'm with now and you know stepping in midway through their fall season you know obviously it was kind of like a trust build up that we're still working on but, you know, I've, I've loved the coaches that I work with. Coach Oakley is amazing. Kylie and Carly, who are the two assistant coaches, we've just ended off so well. And truly, 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 I'm so thankful that this is where my coaching career is starting and for the faith they have in me and the way that they view their players. I, I just feel like I've, like, opened a whole entire book in the last six months. Of like My life has been crazy all over. And, like, everything that's being written in this book by the people who are writing it and like giving it to me for free. It, it's just like mind blowing. Like, I don't know how all this has lined up so perfectly. Well, I do know how, because I have a savior who believes that I am worthy of this life. That's beyond ever anything that I could ever write or imagine or hope for or pray for. Um, and that's what it comes down to because these people that I'm working with and working for, are incredible human beings. So yes, loving where I'm at right now and excited for what's next. And so you're at Kent State right now. Yeah. Can you share what's next? So I just was in California last week. So this is crazy and signed all my paperwork and made it official. I, I am doing something super exciting and in I'm going to cry. In February, I am going to kind of be able to culminate this entire dream of being a professional athlete and and living out like the highest calling of this sport. And I'm going to play in the most competitive league in the world. And that happens to be in Japan. I have gotten this opportunity of literally once in a lifetime. And for most people, I mean, 90, 90, 
95% of the people, like they don't get this chance, 99% of the people. But yeah, I'm going to go spend some time there and pitch there and learn from the best athletes in the game and continue to help grow this game and continue to learn. And I think that these pages that are being written for me are only going to get deeper and deeper and deeper. And, you know, this time next year when we're talking again or, you know, whatever, next time I come down to Columbus, I I just feel like I'm going to be so much different than I am now. And that's exciting for me. I, I love, I, I hate change because it's scary, but I love like the after effects of change. You know, I mean, that's what life is about changing and adapting. Did we just break news on unscripted or no? We did. <laughs> we did break news on unscripted. Well, that's so cool. I'm so happy for you. I mean, so just take me through if, if you were putting little red dots on a map. Okay. So you start in a three, three Oh, right. Yeah. Where did you, where are all the little red dots? in this journey for you okay so the first one is after the 330 i went down to the 334 which is auburn alabama i spent some time down there in the south lord and then moved back up to the 614 columbus you don't have two area codes for all of them it's fine no i forget what the country code is i think it's plus eight eight is the country code for italy And then I have no clue what Japan's is, but yeah, just signed all that paperwork last week and signed, sealed, delivered. We're going. So we're in the process of the visa stuff now. And it's crazy. Like this is, this is real. It's wild. It's, you know, and and again, I'm thankful for my support system, for my parents, my brothers, the coaches at Kent State, super supportive. I mean, he, Coach Oakley literally like made it the best of both worlds where I would be able to coach and still go play. So everything is just so so lining up so perfectly that I can't I can't rationally in my head think that it's just by chance like chance is great but chance doesn't always make sense so thinking that there's this guy up there who loves me very 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 much and died on a cross for all of us who is saying Lexi this is what we're going to do and it's your job to make the most of it to proclaim my name and to do this boldly with confidence well, you just wrote your speech. Let's go back and, and uh, transcript it. No, it's going to be awesome. And you're wearing the athletish gear. I mean, it's very cool. I, so I know some people may be listening on audio. She's rocking the athletish gear, and she's just one of our favorites. And I've, I've, it's been so fun to watch and meet you. And we haven't even met IRL ever, ever. I know. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. It is crazy. It's all through tech, but but it's yeah. been very fun to just, you know, share share the journey with you and watch the journey with you. And it's just been awesome. I'm excited for you. We Many of us don't get to do everything that you've done. And I, I look forward to seeing what the next chapter holds for you. But your story's not over. And I, I so again, not to take it all the way back to the beginning, but get out to Newark Nazarene, four o'clock. Is that right? Yes, four o'clock. Okay, Sunday. November 6th. Sorry, yes. Tony. But no, Battle battle Ready Softball and Lexi are doing an event in Newark Nazarene for six women support Lexi and just listen to her story. She has an amazing story as you've heard. Her journey's not over. There's much more to be written. And I, I just can't wait to just kind of sit in that local, you know, car seat next to the rocket as it goes off and, and watch everything that you're going to do. It's so fun. And I appreciate you, my friend. Aaron, thank you so much. I really appreciate you and your support. And just the way you've always been such a study in my life. So thank you. Well, and you need to get on Caitlin because my Buckeye hat, which I never wear only on certain occasions, doesn't have zero zero on it. It's got 22 and 55. There's no zero zero. I'm just saying. 
Oh my goodness. Maybe I'll just have to get you like one just for me. Maybe like just a picture of me. Would you like that more than the buckeye? The 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 buckeye leaf? Just a picture of like As long as it's not you striking out nine tar heels. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. It's not funny. It's not it okay. Is. It is. It's not okay. No, it's it fine. Is. If there's anybody that's gonna strike out nine of my tar heels, it better be Lexi. So anyway. Thank you. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. And and I can't wait to just watch the continued journey. You're the best. Thank you so much, Aaron. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Unscripted Podcast with your host, Aaron Conrad. Be sure to like, share, and follow on all your favorite podcast platforms. Also, make sure to check out our song, When I Think About You, on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you enjoy your favorite songs. We'll We'll see see you next time time on Unscripted with Aaron Conrad.